Why did they make that rocket look like a penis? I mean, really? Why? I don't know. Isn't that what rockets look like? Well, this one looks especially like one. I feel like a vagina rocket would not be as aerodynamic. <laughs> uh, that's what Branson did. His looked like a flying vagina. <laughs> oh, did it? <laughs> yeah, well, the problem is is that the, the Blue Origin one's got a very bulbous head. <laughs> so that it does look like a cock. It actually kind of reminded me of the spaceship from Josie and the Pussycats when they go to space. Josie and the Pussycats go to space? I don't remember that. <laughs> Hell yeah, they were in space for a long time. They got lost in space on a rocket ship. <laughs> Am I crazy? Am I the only one who knows this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it makes you crazy, but you might be the only one that knows that. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> I'm finding this right now. Dude, even they even had a little alien dude following around. No one is doubting you. Oh, okay. We oh. just are not aware of it. Bleep. Gr- Gr- Grinch is back. No, Gleek was <laughs> the Wonder Twins. Gleek? Yeah. Blip? Bleep? Something. That sounds vaguely familiar. No, that's something totally different. Okay. Josie and the Pussycats in Outer Space, 1972 to 1974. There you go. Yeah. Bleep! The Pussycats and a pet-sized fluffy alien called Bleep. Ha-ha! Oh! <laughs> I did not know that. I thought you were thinking of Gloop and Gleep from the Inhumanoids, but... No, Bleep. Or the Herculoids, not the Inhumanoids. That's a different cartoon. Look at that ship, though. <laughs> <laughs> we're a little off-topic, Grinch and Jeff. <laughs> I think this is where Bezos got the design from. Jesus, it really looks like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it does. Did I tell you guys I got a... Huh? Uh, Nice handwritten letter from the Jehovah's Witnesses warning me of the end times. Oh, my. <laughs> like no. an actual handwritten letter, not Absolutely. just like that font? Huh. <laughs> I don't no, know. No, I, no, was... I've received letters like that, too, but it turned out they were printed. Hmm. Looks, really? Yeah, it, looks hand, it looked handwritten. It looks incredibly handwritten. They even have little, like, where they went back and had to do annotations to put in things that they had missed. Mm. Hmm. Like, the sentence is, you know, the real question is events. And then they had to come back in and squeeze the words are the above the words events. I mean, you might be right. I'm just saying, I, yeah, I, yeah, got, I got one that was, I was like, but they ran for it. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so what do they want you to do? Oh, they, oh, you know, they just wanted to let me know that the, they, they, they have some, some Bible passages here to let me know that the, the, uh, increased tensions in today's world are signs of the end times that they talked about in Timothy and in Matthew. Uh, I assume they want us. They want me to read the this episode of the Watchtower that they sent along with the letter. Wow! I was just impressed by the handwritten note. Is really all that I. <laughs> that was my takeaway. <laughs> At least it's earnest. Yeah. Really, they just want you to tithe. That's all they want. Uh, probably. I'm sure they want me to convert or give them money. Generally, I do have respect for the people who think you know you're going to hell. I should save you, mm. as opposed to most Christians who are like, "Oh, you're going to hell, and I'll I'll watch you burn." I mean. <laughs> Very Christian of them, yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom. For Tuesday, July 20th, 2021. A lot of 20s. Uh, my name is Ray, and along with me are... Hi, I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. And no, we did not gas up the generator this week, but we don't have a storm going through, so hopefully we'll be all right. There was a lot of lightning last week, and uh, yeah, that kind of took us off the grid for a while, so... Four hours. Hey. Ho- hopefully a bit more luck this week. 
Uh, on this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in on our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page and chat with us live while we record on Discord Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, if you can't do that, you could post to our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. Uh, this week, we'll be talking about the Delta variant and a uh, Project Blitz update. Of sorts. Mm. Ooh. Couple news things to follow up on. Um, we had mentioned Giuliani had previously lost his uh, ability to practice law in New York. Well, he has also lost it in D.C. I don't know where all he did have the ability to practice law, but <laughs> definitely getting narrowed down quite a bit. <laughs> and now that he can't practice law, Trump doesn't want to pay him. Well, he didn't want to pay him before. Well, now he's got an excuse. Just like, what am I paying you for? You can't, you can't, you can't be my lawyer. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I just thought it was fun to mention. Yeah. Uh, another follow up. We talked about how there were some changes by the uh, Supreme Court that allowed Biden to remove some uh, positions that he couldn't directly remove before. But uh, yeah, it's it's already taken place. So Biden fired the Social Security Commissioner Andrew Saul a couple weeks ago at this point. And yeah, this was a position where he was asked to step down and he said, nope, I'm in the middle of a term. I'm not going anywhere. And then the, the Supreme Court made the ruling and uh, it didn't take too long for Biden's administration to go, OK, you're stepping down now. <laughs> this was a uh, another Trump appointee pretty much put in place to try and tear apart the government and all benefits as we know them. Good. Yeah. Damn straight. Moving on to the uh, more recent news, billionaires in space. I'm not doing it any better than that, I don't think. <laughs> That's fair. I, I was trying to do the pigs in space thing, but I, it was really half-assed. <laughs> I don't know. Do we have really anything to talk about other than the fact that, you know, Bezos went up in a dick-shaped uh, <laughs> spacecraft? I mean, Dick-ship. Yeah, dick-ship. <laughs> Well, I mean, my only takeaway from this is that well, we actually landed people on the moon in the in the sixties. Why is this such a big deal? Just because it's billionaires and they have snazzier suits now? Because it was all civilians. No, yeah. I think it. I think it's really because it's promotional. They're they're paying media to make a big deal out of it, and not just media. They're just they're paying for the advertisements and for you know. I think that's all it really is. I mean, what Virgin is doing this is a promotional thing, right? They want to try and get people to invest and and uh, buy seats so that they can say they've been to space. Yeah, at least Branson doesn't make any qualms about what he's doing. He's like, yeah, I want to make this cheaper so people could do up themselves. But right now it costs $250,000. I want to make a business out of this. <laughs> yeah. Got to get know, the price down a bit. Everybody else thinks they're, you know, oh, I'm going to be Zephyrin Cochran. For those of you who don't know, that's the man who invented warp drive in Star Trek. Yes. A, fic a fictional <laughs> show and fictional human being. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, to, to me, it's really silly as big of a deal as they made out of it. I don't know if you, any of you caught the CNN after they came back down uh, today, Bezos, but they were like handing each other medals and shit. Like, <laughs> Wait, Bezos was handed a medal? Uh, he he gave some sort of award to Chef Andre, the guy who does. Oh, that all was the, yeah, that was uh, totally unrelated. Okay, but at the same time, like an hour earlier to that, he, Bezos was getting some sort of award pinned to his chest. 
I'm like, you paid for yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know what that was about, but the- Jose Andre. Chef yeah. Jose Andres and uh, Van Jones. Jeff Bezos said, you guys are awesome. You work so hard for all your causes. Uh, I think you're great people, and you maintain civil discourse while you do it. And he gave them each uh, $100 million. Wow. Whoa. It was oh. like a some sort of weird surprise philanthropy move. <laughs> he was like, you guys can keep it. You can spread it around to your- Different causes. philanthropies. I don't care what you do with it. I think you two are the best. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that is surprising and paltry compared to your overall net worth and the <laughs> amount of money your ex-wife gives away every five minutes. He gave away yeah, right. $100 million to each of them? Yes. Wow, I'm surprised that- we can go, that's four trips to space? <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> or two days of work for him. Yeah. Or however many days it is. It's not a lot. And, and work is, is in quotes. It's yeah, very, quotes. very hard to get excited about what happened. Like, I watched the, the, I think, the NBC coverage of Bezos going up, and I don't think they were as amazed. They're just like, eh, it's cool. But it's hard to get excited when he comes down and everyone's cheering, and I'm like, yeah, there's, like, tent cities in Denver now. You know, right. you know I, I just watched the thing on that, and I was just like, you know, do something worthwhile, you dumb fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's also what makes it really hard for me to get excited about this or even care. Like, I, I'm fine. I love the concept of, you know, attempting to make, you know, the human race a multi-planetary species. Sure, that's fine. This was not a step towards that. This was an evil billionaire who no longer gets normal thrills and needs to take a five-minute flight to space. <laughs> yeah. To make himself feel like he's accomplished something. And yeah, being poor makes it really hard to see that much money wasted on nothing. Yeah. Oh, it just. Yeah, because like, I don't feel like we're any better off as a species now. We've done this before. Right. 60 years ago, we did this. 60 years ago, we did way more than this. So yeah, I I have trouble with this. (laughs) And so it's more just like, oh, cool. So one day rich people can live on the moon. Sweet. Okay. You know, or whatever they plan on doing. I'm like, this doesn't affect me in any way. I mean, it was cool that he brought that one woman with him, though. What's her name? That was cool. Yeah, she was what she was. She passed she all of the requirements up. to be an astronaut, yeah. and because Molly she's Funk. a woman, she, they went, no, of course not. Yeah, and she got passed up, so that was nice. But then there was like the 18 year old kid whose dad paid for him to go. I'm like, fuck that rich little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, her name is Wally Funk, Mary Wallace Funk. Nice. Who, yeah, 82, finally got to, to go to space. All right, great. You know, uh, I'm glad he's doing that with his money. And really, you have that money, you want to have fun in any way, uh, fine. But yeah, there's, there are, like you said, so many other things that right. could be Even that done. part, I, I like, it makes it marginally, like, more palatable. But no, like, what do I care about elderly Make-A-Wish? <laughs> well, Come on. And the, the fact that the only reason he picked her was because it was commercially helpful to him. It wasn't to benefit oh, her. Oh, I'm sure. It was just, I'm sure there was a money angle. There always is. Well, and, and that's, well, you know, it was a publicity stunt. And the whole thing was um, to, you know, try to repair his image because it took some pretty nasty hits recently. So he's taking sure. in an elderly woman... For a good cause. I mean, that that was really cool that she got to do that. But that's you know the Van Jones thing and the Jose Andre thing. They're two quite popular people, and he gave him a boatload of money that cost him very little. All publicity. Right. Why don't you uh, you know take another hundred million dollars and try and offset some of the uh, wage inequalities with the people who work for you at your company? That would uh, 
Maybe that'll make the news. Why don't you pay some taxes? That'd make some news. <laughs> yeah, then we could have NASA do shit like this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Why not yeah. donate that money to NASA? I don't know if you can actually do that, but. Hmm. I'm sure they'd take All right, it. I'm moving on. Um, do it, Doug. <laughs> so next, uh, yeah, well, I don't know. I don't think I'm moving on to a better topic. Uh, another major heat wave is uh, currently roasting the western part of the United States and Canada. I think we touched on it the last show, the high temperatures in Siberia and and yes. Canada. It's really, really bad. Uh, so much so that in, uh, where was it, in Canada off the coast, billions of seafood, sea fish, shellfish, <laughs> are literally cooking in the ocean and washing up on shore. Convenient. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that that won't have any significant impact to the ecosystem in the area. And <laughs> it never does. I, I just love where you went first with that. Not animals. <laughs> Not marine life. Potential food is being wasted. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> well, that, that is true. I guess that's the way that I kind of uh, I kind of was thinking about it. But I mean, really, it's the it's the. The whole, the whole ecosystem. That so, for is, sure. Absolutely. Uh, the ecos all, all, all around. I mean, not even this, but um, here on the East Coast, we're having a lot of bird deaths, mm. massive bird deaths all up and down the East Coast, uh, and no one knows why. Yeah. I think it Could rained it for a week straight here. I couldn't believe when I saw the sun today. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah absolutely. Even though the sun is a weird color today up here because mm. of the smoky... Smoky yeah, air. We've got a nice little haze yeah, going yeah. across the sky. We got, we got it too. In Pennsylvania, because of the fires. Man. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, but the lawmakers are still not concerned. They're still not doing anything about climate change. Uh, I have a few bills here that I wanted to talk about. Over in Wisconsin, I don't know if this had, it was coming up for some sort of a vote, and there was a thing on the Center for Inquiry saying, please contact your representatives and tell them. To not uh, to not allow this, uh, there's a, a bill AB 299 would prohibit entities within the state from requiring being vaccinated for employment purposes in a workplace. Uh, it would actually affect employees, customers, students. Yeah, basically they were trying to pass a bill saying that absolutely nobody could enforce vaccinations for any reason, whether huh. it be an employer, a hospital, a university. So. I'm a, I'm, I'm, I haven't heard anything, so I'm assuming this hasn't passed. I don't know if it was brought up for a vote or not, but you can't. That's a good thing to have right in the middle of a pandemic. A uh, right. yeah, seriously. Don't require vaccinations, which we are still in the middle of a pandemic. I just want to, you know, <laughs> yeah, throw for sure. that out there. Well, there was just a lawsuit um, that was settled today or yesterday, maybe. That said, in Indiana, Indiana, yeah, it's Indiana, yeah. Indiana University, University of Indiana, one of those, um, was allowed to require uh, vaccinations for, I believe it was staff and students. They were, yeah, they are all, all staff, students, and faculty. There you go, faculty, staff, and students at the University of Indiana. The judge said that yeah. that was absolutely reasonable, and that they're banning students from in person if they are not vaccinated. And the student said, no. And the judge said yes, and they went, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, continuing to move east over in Ohio, 
this actually was signed into law. Mike DeWine signed a bill that makes it so that hospitals, doctors, insurers, other healthcare professionals, they can deny you based on the fact that you're a member of the LGBTQ community. Oh. Mm. They, they can deny you pretty much because of anything. And what was this done in? In a 2,400-page budget bill. Ugh. Whoa. They snuck in a LGBTQ can be discriminated against without any repercussions. Yeah. Ohio has been dangling suspiciously close to the cusp of being on my enemy list. I think I might have to move them officially yeah. onto my enemy list. Yeah, I think they just tried to leap over that line. No. <laughs> Uh, and then just recently, when was this? Uh, earlier today, maybe yesterday, uh, the Texas Senate has added a bill that I just I find it amazing. They are removing portions of uh, required public school teaching that uh, teaches that the Ku Klux Klan and uh, white supremacy is morally wrong. <laughs> So there's part of the education that's required that was part of Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, I Have a Dream speech. Uh, there was uh, work from the United Farmer work, Farm Workers leader Cesar Chavez and Susan B. Anthony's writings about women's suffrage and Native American history. All of that has been, uh, has been removed by the legislation in Texas. So it's no longer required that... People, kids in Texas, learned that the Ku Klux Klan is morally wrong because that's what their government officials are focused on. The Texas leadership is what the fuck. I mean, they've been on my list for a bajillion years, so that just seems just when you don't think they'll go any further, they're like, "Well, how about this?" Yeah. <laughs> it's also dumb because these tactics just don't. These tactics were good pre-internet. Mm. But not anymore. People have access to all kinds of information and things you cannot erase. I mean, what, is this what they're hoping? What Jeff said, if you control the past, you control the future in the sense that, like, well, I can't have people thinking that white people were bad. This is to, to hop on board slash get ahead of the critical race theory train. Mm. If they if they already have these on the law and then someone wants to teach critical race theory, they're like, whoa, whoa, not only can you not teach that. But we are teaching people that the Ku Klux Klan has some good people with some good ideas. They were just misunderstood. Yeah. They were misunderstood. It's just like, I don't, I'm not sure what the end game is. Is it to wipe out the stigma that, that white people did bad things? Or are we like, hey, or maybe it's a double thing where we can wipe that out and raise a new generation of racists. Yes. Well, yeah. It is, it is exactly those two things. Yes. They are seeing a demographic shift in our nation away from, you know, an unstoppable white majority. And they, you know, are fearing it's it's always about fearing losing power. So when there's no if for some reason there's no money angle, <laughs> that's what it is. They are seeing a demographic shift in the country. They are fearful and they want to try to keep it at bay in any way they can for as long as they can. Right. It's about cementing the the dominance of the white race. Correct. <sighs> What are you going to do? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's not like white people are going away anytime soon. It's like, calm, calm, calm down. <laughs> it, they can't stand the idea of not being in the majority anymore. Right. And again, you're right, Jared. It's going to be a long time before they're even, before, you know, they're anywhere near not the majority. But even, 
You got you can't even allow a step in that direction, or else you you're you know you're risking several more steps in that direction. Slippery slope I, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't admit that any one part of the Bible was wrong without opening up the fact that even more things could be questioned. So you just have to give a blanket, 100% yes, it is the word of God, we can't doubt anything. This is that same mentality. And the, Do well, you and think they actually... I'm sorry, go ahead, Karen. So, and then there's a, I think Jeff just said something, we did this to them, what will they do to us? There is also the projection angle, too. They are... If they could, they would move people out of their neighborhoods. They wouldn't have gay people in their neighborhoods, and they wouldn't have people of color in their neighborhoods. That is – they know that about themselves. So they assume that everybody else thinks the same. They think that black people and LGBT, LGBTQ community want them out of their neighborhoods because they're projecting their own hatred yes. and insecurities. That's true. That's true. They assume – right. They assume because they behave a certain way right. that all people behave – like if we give – minorities and the LGBTQ community equality, then next they might want revenge. Right. I got to say that if I find out that, you know, you're a extremely racist bigot who lives down from me, I want you out of my community. So <laughs> they're right. We do want this. <laughs> See, again, it's that, that, that fear center that of their brains, man. Yep. They just wake up every day worried that they're coming to get me. They're going to get me. You know, I've noticed that too, like people I've been friends with who are notorious scammers or criminals think that about everybody else, you know, sure. when, when they meet a new person. Yeah, they've got to normalize their bad behavior. Yeah, just, you know, it's just, I think it's more of just, I don't know if it's normalizing or it's just that they have this outlook, you know, that they, right. because they I think, do it, they do, you know, everybody else is probably doing it. Right. So they think everybody thinks like they do. Right. Jeff asked if I was friends with notorious criminals. Notorious in my circle of friends. <laughs> <laughs> so while we're still in Texas here, uh, as stated in this Washington Post opinion article, leave it to Texas to come up with a way of violating women's constitutional rights with a modern twist. Uh, so there are at least eight states that have abortion bans on uh, on. Fetal heartbeat laws, basically. If you sure. can detect a, a fetal heartbeat, it's it's illegal, which is absolutely ridiculous because it's not even a, a heart at the point where noise, you know, sound can be detected. It's, but in any case, without getting into that, they have made kind of an end run on the federal courts because the new law bars abortion where there is a detectable fetal heartbeat. However. It does not require it. Actually, the opposite. It does not enforce in any way. The state government cannot enforce this ban. However, there are private individuals who are deputized to go into state court to sue anyone who performs a quote unquote illegal abortion or anyone who aids or abets an abortion. Um, after the fetal heartbeat has been detected. So what this does, it, it opens up anyone who's in any way involved in abortion to be sued by the relatives, by a, a counselor, by a doctor or a nurse. Uh, anybody can sue anybody over this. So it takes the government enforcing the abortion law out of it, and it totally makes it a vigilante uh, lawsuit free for all. Right. And as uh, reading ahead, there's a bounty. If you successfully 
prosecute, I can't think of another word to use, somebody, there's a bounty of $10,000 plus legal costs. So you can be sued by all those crazies that hang around on the, at the corner of the, of the abor- abortion clinic. Anybody that goes in there is likely to be sued by those lunatics. Wow. And I'm sure you're going to have ambulance chaser kind of lawyers who are just waiting for these types of things to come up so that they can, you know, they'll get their cut and it'll probably be a hefty cut of that $10,000 plus all their fees paid for by the state. (laughs) They've commercialized harassment. We got to just be done with taxes. Yeah. Yeah, Let them secede like they always threaten to do it. Let them fucking do it. Absolutely. Cut them free. Well, and this is what the question I was going to ask before. I'm like, are they? Do you think when they're in the rooms coming up with this shit, like they're honest with themselves and honest with the people around them? When they're like, okay, what's a way that we can fuck over these women, or what's a way that we can make more racists, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, oh, I got an idea. <laughs> Let's do this. Or does somebody present something like this? Doesn't say anything and just kind of stares, and everyone's like, works it out in their brain and go. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay. I think they have to be honest with themselves. I I mean, like the, the voting law that uh, was the next thing I was going to talk about. Uh, the, the, they specifically were adding points to where you couldn't vote on Sunday before like 1 p.m. or something like that because there was a specific – uh, Souls to the polls. Well, there was a specific group of people who I forget. I'm sorry. Did you have the name of it? Yeah, it's Souls to the polls. Souls to the polls. Right. It's a black community. Get people out and vote. You just went to church. Go vote before you go home. Kind of advertisement, right? Kind of thing they were promoting. And this would specifically stop that. You can't tell me that these people didn't go. Hey, you know how to to stop a lot of black people from voting? Stop this Souls to the polls thing. Oh, 100% yes. Yeah, there's no question. They're they're pretty on front street about that these days. So, no, but I'm saying behind closed doors. Like, do they just walk in the room and go, okay, here's the whiteboard. Blacks, gays, women. Okay, here's what we're going to do today. (laughs) Like, is it like that? Or is it just kind of on the sly, you know? Like, come up up with a way. Not behind closed doors. Yeah, where they start winking. Come up with a way for me to, you know, suppress votes. You know, and the guy's like, I got you. I got you. I know, I know where you're heading. A lot of wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> I, I'm just, just I, I, this is not even like a pause. This is just me just wondering if they're just like throwing around the N word and just, you know, just really mad and hate black. It, like, it's just, this. it's so much hatred and it's, it's crazy to me because there's nobody, there's no person I hate that hasn't done anything to deserve to be hated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, as I opposed hate- to just. Hating for the sake of hating. Right. Just like just picking out a group of people and just be like, nope, all those people. They're, I need to fuck all of them. As targeted as the voting stuff is, and a- again, as as more and more of the uh, legislative body has come out and, and, and just said racist things, I think it has to be th- that they're open amongst themselves, right? Behind closed doors. Yes. How do we stop black people from voting? I th- Yes. Well, it's the only way they stay in powers is by preventing people of color from voting. Otherwise, the demographics are not headed in the right direction for them, and eventually they won't win anymore. So they have to do this if they want to stay in power. Well, they don't have to do this. They could actually pivot to a more humane version of small government republicanism and not be complete asses about it. But for some reason, they can't do that, and I don't know why. Because the GOP is not an actual political party anymore. Mm. They are 
a neo-fascist movement. These cowards are like, so let's take someone like Liz Cheney. Hmm. When she speaks out against Trump, like what what happens to her? Censured. She get yeah, she gets taken off some some Republican committees. Mm-hmm. Like who cares? She's not being like sent to the gulag. She's not being sent to like the Pacific Northwest to be boiled alive like seafood. <laughs> She's not being, you know, forced to fight in the Coliseum. She's not being locked up in Guantanamo. There's nothing to be afraid of. But these cowards are terrified of that to the point where they will say and do anything to stay in line with, you know, whatever the current pro-Trump or, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever you have, whatever you have to tow to do it. Mm. That's that's not a group of politicians. That is that that's an autocracy. That's it. Sure. It's there. They have moved away from the traditional democratic pursuits we have in this country. Yeesh. Well, well said. Yes, very well said. Yeah, I don't have anything on that. I think you're absolutely <laughs> correct. I'm sad, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. I, I didn't know a way to make it less sad. <laughs> but, but in that same regard, like what I don't get is the people, like the the voters of this shit, who support these people and keep putting them back in. Is there any point in their lives where they go, well, I mean, they're supporting my racism and my fear and all that stuff like that, but, like, they don't actually do – do they ever realize that they're not doing anything for them? No, they're, they're stuck no. in a fear cycle. Uh, so when, it, does, yeah. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It, they're just like, no. fuck it. I just hate so much. I just don't care if they try to improve my life. That is improving my life, I guess. Well, I, that somehow I fear. fear is a um, – a- a paralyzing. If you're afraid all the time, it's paralyzing. You don't. It makes you incapable of, of reasonable thought. And they've got them in this fear cycle that is hard to break out of. I mean, if you're these, a lot of these people are f- afraid for their lives. They're afraid somebody's going to take their guns. They're afraid somebody's going to, you know, hell. A lot of them talk about being carted off into concentration camps. They're afraid, and I blame Fox News and you know OAN and all those for scaring them. So the only way to make these people realize is to give them what they finally want. So we say we get rid of all the black people and all the gays and all the trans people and everything they want. And then they're going to – is that when they'll finally realize, go, well, now we got all this and my life still fucking sucks. <laughs> you know, I mean, is that what it's going to take? Yeah, I don't think so. I think they will – it would just move on to something else. Yeah. Blonde people, uh, you know, blue-eyed people, they'll find something. Yeah. Yes. Well. Well, again, because she's ever feeding them the fear – We'll have to find a new target mm. for the fear right, right. to keep the mouth breathers, you know, in their pocket. You're, you're you're completely right, Jared. These are the same people that you know. Some idiot like Lauren Boebert gets out there and goes, "We don't want your government money. <laughs> we don't, which is, we don't want your benefits, and we don't want to help the unemployed." And they're all like, "Yeah, she's right. We don't want that. They're a bunch of freeloaders. Wait, that's us. <laughs> yeah, they, wait, that's her. Yeah, that's her. <laughs> and, and they just, they just." There, yeah, I'm, we don't want- I feel like, I feel like there's, uh, and again, I feel, I think also it's at the core of of the show and what we discuss on the show. There is a serious lack of uh, investment in education in this country, and their religion is too dominant. Yes, it breeds people to be fearful, to not question anything, to rely on faith. And to believe that your leaders are 
somehow better than you and and that you should just you know follow them without Blindly. without any critical thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess yeah, if I mean like there's got to be obviously some aspect of believing in a higher power that is a fear-based thing as well. Fear sure. of dying, fear of of going into hell. nothingness, yeah, fear of hell or whatever it is. So, I guess right off the bat you've already been kind of prepped for it. You yeah. know, your mind is that is that way. And then, obviously, I, I think there is some biology pl- taking place here. Yeah. <laughs> in the brain. So I, I, I'm going to move some stuff around in our list because you just fed directly into another thing that I have. Oh, sorry. On the, or, you're uh, welcome. Religion Dispatches, there's an article that really focuses on the reason for increasing Republican extremism and how it may be it lies in the biblical worldview of the apocalypse. And we've discussed it uh, on the show before, and I I had put it on the list because I thought it was interesting that this article this this it's basically saying what we've already determined that this the the biblical view of the end of the world is what is you know stoking the the flame of of their the fear and the reason they do all these different things. And uh, yeah, you just you pretty much kind of quoted their <laughs> synopsis of of what they uh, what they had come to the, you know their conclusion. Well, Who yeah. me or you, uh, Jared? Oh. Well, kind of both, but but Jared there at the end definitely. Um, basically, the idea of what's in Daniel and Revelation and um, the the whole end of the world thing is it scares people and it makes them you know, easily manipulated into whatever you want to push them into if you're using the the Christian dogma as a a backbone. Frightened people are easy to control, yeah. Right. Wow. So before we move on to the politics stuff, uh, there was another religious uh, story that I wanted to to get to. There was a teenager um, who was an altar boy inside Vatican City. Uh, he was accused of abuse, of abusing other altar boys, of uh, using a kind of like a he, – he was there for a while. He used his, his more senior position to, uh, to abuse other altar boys. What did the Vatican do about this? Now, remember, this is the Vatican. This isn't another Catholic church. They, you know – uh, it, where you just move, you know, somebody to a different church or whatever. This is within the Vatican itself. Uh, an altar boy who was accused of such things. What do you do with him? You make him a priest. Clearly, that way you can protect him. Uh, I just find this so amazing. Like even after every story that we've you know had about the Catholic Church and years and years of abuse and people making jokes about it, but not really, you know, taking it seriously. And now we have all the stories that have come out and all the people who have been sexually abused. And it not only has been happening in all these different dioceses, but it is at the Vatican City itself as well. And when you ask when did this happen, it was in 2017 that he was ordained a priest. Only a few years ago. It's so prolific, it makes me wonder about the actual origins of the church. Like, was the Catholic Church founded intentionally by pedophiles as a safe haven for pedophiles? Or was it turned into that at some point in the past? Right. Sure. Did, did, like, at first, at first I thought that was plausible. I thought, all right, there's a bunch of pedophiles who think that if they, you know, uh, become priests, that they can, uh, you know, pray away their impure thoughts 
and then only to discover, oh, I don't need to. Not only are they going to cover for me, but they are going to provide me with limitless victims. Mm. But now I'm starting to be th- this. This newest story made me Ooh. question that it, it's even that. It's not like people who you know went in with good intentions and and you know came out as even worse people. I, Is it purposeful? Like, why would I even doubt <laughs> my new hypothesis? It's a millennia-long uh, conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah, there are so many things that that seem to uh, there. There's so many plausible reasons. Like that one, the fact that they just make them chase to begin with, although I, although right. I don't understand why they always seem to go for boys, then, I mean, it's just, but regardless of all of that, you know, and we've said it a million times, if you just owned it and disciplined these people or got rid of them, we wouldn't say anything. Also, it right. might stop. Right. But there is there appears to be a concerted, continuing, ongoing effort to hide it. To put it down, to, to to tuck it away in the back corner and not talk about it. I mean, the, every once in a while they'll have these little fits of you know of self reflection, but it doesn't last. They keep doing it over and over again. Well, the self reflection always seems to basically come down to, oh yeah, this is bad. We're really going to get on top of this, yeah, and then do nothing. Right. So, is it systemic and is it irredeemable at this point? Yes. Yes, and yes. I just don't know how, why they think they're gonna, they're going to get away with this all the time because they have so far. <laughs> or is there? Or is there? I mean, a way in, in the way that we that we won't find out of it. Obviously, people find out and they don't. Nobody does anything. Yeah, no. The, the power structure is too insulated and too immense at this point. There would there would have to be either continued chiseling away piece by piece for the next you know century or so, mm-hmm. or you know some sort of severe event that just breaks the back of the Catholic Church and allows them to be, we'll say, cleansed. Yeah. <laughs> Exposed. Yes. Washed away in the blood of Jesus. Oh, wait, that's not what <laughs> 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 uh. If only. All right. Um, back over to some pol- political stuff. Uh, Trump's lawsuit. I don't know if everybody heard about this. I barely, it's barely made the news. Trump sued Facebook, Twitter, <laughs> and YouTube. Sure. Because he uh, he he, well, he's basically saying that uh, you know they're they're treating him unfairly. Now, in all likelihood, this will go absolutely nowhere and be thrown out almost immediately. I thought it was dismissed. I thought was it already. I thought Facebook could only be sued in California, and he launched these suits in different states that that he couldn't sue them in anyway. I did hear that there were several several problems with his lawsuits. But I found the the one article interesting on the Huffington Post. There was an article talking about a unintended consequence of it, because if you have lawsuits against these corporations during the process of mm. of getting all of the evidence and and evidence on from both sides, it could actually make him testify under oath about January 6th and what he knew and when he knew it and when he did stuff. Because the whole thing uh, and a couple of the situations, he was banned from Twitter specifically and and I think Facebook as well because of the uh, encouraging the riot on January 6th. So if he brings up these lawsuits, I don't think he really thought this through because they're going to ask him about what he did and what he knew on January 6th. Yeah, right. but so what? He'll just lie. He typically does, he doesn't like to actually. He just likes to threaten people. He thinks if he threatens them, that they'll cave and put him back on again. He doesn't want a court case. 
I don't think he realizes how much money those that Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they have real real money. He, yeah, this the same like some of the two guys who moved the piano to the Trump Taj Mahal, and you don't pay them. <laughs> you know, they can't go to court with you, but these two guys can. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, there won't be a deposition, and and this will never manifest. Right. He has to say that he's suing them, so he can send out emails to all his supporters and say, "Send me money." I'm filing a lawsuit to help protect your First Amendment rights, and I need your help. Once he has so fleeced his supporters for another round of money, he can allow the lawsuit to be dismissed before he has to give any depositions about January 6th and move on to his next grift. Yep. That's all this is. And again, you idiots who give him money and then sit there and go, but he's a great businessman. Look how much money he's made. Why From does you. he keep asking you for money, dipshit? I also wonder that. Do you think a man who owns a golf course in Scotland needs your money to file a lawsuit? Again, the it's, thinking. He just, mm, thinking's hard. It, yeah. it, I don't even know if they just, I don't care, because I love that he's white and he's racist. It, I mean, he's barely white. <laughs> he's barely rich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most of that shit with his name on it is rented. They rent his name. He didn't build most of that shit. Right. And yet, at the CPAC straw poll, he won. Yep. He huh? got the most votes for the people, the, the, the person that they would like to see in the White House in 2024. But surprisingly, only got 70%. 70%, yeah. <laughs> Number two on the list, Ron DeSantis, yeah. 21%. Yeah, when, ah. when does Trump turn on him? There was already uh, a bit of a tiff. I was going to say, if he starts pulling in at least five more percentage points, then then. Yeah. Well, there was already a bit of a tiff because um, Trump was up, um, I don't know, somewhere northern uh, Florida doing a, doing a rally, and DeSantis said he wouldn't come up because he was dealing with a Surfside thing. And I think that was there – was, there was some acrimony there, I believe. So there are, I mean, Trump is going to be jealous of him if he gets any popularity at all, and I think that's already begun. I don't know. I see a Trump-DeSantis ticket in our future. Oh, oh. no. Too big of an ego on both of them. I don't know. You think DeSantis has got an ego, or does he think if I go... I mean, granted, after seeing what happened to Mike Pence, I don't know how anybody could take that role again. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think... There's some fucking makeshift gallows in your future, buddy. (laughs) Yeah. I think DeSantis thinks he can do it on his own. Yeah, that's probably true. That's the thing, is because they all want that. We've discussed this, too. We know Ted Cruz wants to be president. We know Marco Rubio wants to be president. You know, they all want it. Sure. They're like, do they really want to sit through another four years of Trump? No. DeSantos will try to do it. Well, it's going to be an, yeah, an interesting couple of years. We'll see. I'm still convinced he's not going to run, but... Trump? Yeah. Well, he will pretend to run for a very for the next few years to gain money, but whether he actually oh, does... Yeah. You know, yeah. We'll see. I mean, shit, the first time he ran was, was, a, was a joke. Yeah. Wasn't supposed to win. So, speaking of uh, stupid people, <laughs> QAnon... Mm. And uh, the plan moving forward, there have been some QAnon followers who have decided that the way to move forward is to work from the grassroots. They are starting to run for uh, they've they've been encouraged to run for minor offices in uh, local positions, school boards, uh, councilmen, council seats in different cities. And some of them are getting in. And uh, the most of them, the high percentage, is they are failing. They're, they're not getting in. But uh, one or two here and there is bad enough. 
Uh, this this seems to be like a concerted effort. I forget who it was. Somewhere in this article, I think it says that uh, they it was actually posted on a few message boards by some uh, high-profile QAnon followers saying that this is this is what we need to do is to just get steps into a political atmosphere at low levels and work our way up. That's scary. That is. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't love it. Have some QAnon. I mean, it's bad enough we've got, you know, Bobert and Green actually in uh, Congress, but to, to go to a local school, bo- school board and encounter that same level of stupid? Mm. Wow. It's not surprising. It is the way, um, yeah, that's how you get into politics is you start. Yeah. In- start small and let it build. Yep. Right. Also, get to the children early. Yeah. Right. Take it a page out of the cur- the clergy. Yeesh. So, uh, moving on, uh, I mentioned Project Blitz in the beginning. Uh, there's an article on Religion Dispatches, again, talking about Project Blitz and how it has not gone away. Uh, however, it is kind of changing. There's, a again, a concerted movement to clean up what they're doing and to not make it quite so obvious. <laughs> to So, to still push the religious background the religious doc, uh, dogma but to do it in a way where you're saying that you're you're trying to push a secular view you're trying to you know include a secular point of view in what in what you're saying in order to get your bill to pass or to get uh, to get things moving forward so um, it's an interesting read uh, if you want to take a look at it, again, the article will be posted on the webpage. But um, yeah, the the whole idea behind Project Blitz was to overwhelm with uh, the amount of bills and, you know, in God we trust in public buildings and on license plates and whatever. That's still going on, but they're coding it a little bit and making it not quite as obvious. Hmm. Sweet. I like that. You know, they have to change to a coded message. <laughs> it doesn't really sound very... I mean, it makes it a little more devious, but yeah. uh, it means that they're not gaining the 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 headway that they, they're like, oh, you know, people are starting to notice that we're scumbags. Hmm. Although the new playbook, the, 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 the bills, uh, the Ten Commandments Display Act, that's pretty clear. Um, mm-hmm. Proclamation of Call to Prayer for America Day, pretty clear. Student Prayer Certification Act it requires school districts to certify that they are in compliance with federal law regarding student prayer. What does that mean? <laughs> I thought student prayer wasn't allowed. Yeah, you can do a moment of silence, but it has student to be. Student prayer is allowed. You just, you can't have a school-led prayer. Yeah, student-led prayer is perfectly fine. Oh, yeah. well, yeah. Parental review and consent for sex education participation. <sighs> in 2020... Upwards of 92 bills were introduced, eight of which passed. 2021, there have been 74 bills, 14 of which have passed. Hmm. Uh, this is according to Blitzwatch, which is uh, Blitzwatch.org is keeping track of the different uh, things trying to be passed and pushed in by Project Blitz. So you can, uh, again, the link in the article. Uh, so it's uh, it's interesting in, if you look at the numbers, many more have passed this year uh, since they have kind of changed up their uh, their approach. So is it working? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I'd kind of like to uh, hope that Ian is, is right and take the view that they have to – that their, their out-on-front-street kind of way of doing it isn't – it wasn't working. 
Oh, it was working. It just wasn't as effective as they wanted it to be. Mm, sure. Right. Sure. All right. Last thing I have under politics. Uh, I thought this was was interesting mainly because Ian and Jared were arrested. He spells his name. Classic Ian and Jared. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It happened so quick. I don't even remember it. <laughs> Ian Benjamin Rogers and Jared Copeland. Those sons of bitches. <laughs> they <laughs> plotted to firebomb the California Democratic Party's headquarters. Uh, according to some text messages back and forth, they were talking about all sorts of different uh, uh, bombing type scenarios. Uh, the one uh, Rogers said, I want to blow up a Democrat building bad. And uh, <laughs> Copeland responded back, plan attack. And uh, yeah, so they were... Uh, what was it? They were arrested with a lot of pipe bombs, something like 40-some firearms, thousands of rounds of ammunition. Three fully automatic weapons. That's yeah, illegal. <laughs> yeah. Of the weapons they had, th three were fully automatic, and they were not, not, they licensed. not licensed to have those. Uh, there was a homemade C4 recipe for survival uh, and uh, also an army improvised munitions handbook and of course the anarchist cookbook so you know you know they're serious the classic <laughs> <laughs> yeah so no they were arrested before they actually got to do anything so that's good right so it didn't make many news yeah yeah no i i had read that i didn't i never caught their names i had read that headline again with just disappointment some minor puzzlement like well for one when i'm when i'm planning a domestic terror attack I like to not only have physical records of my plans, but digital copies as well <laughs> right. and make them as public as possible because I'm super, super dumb. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess I, I wouldn't even know what, what, what would that achieve? Like, hey, we threw a Molotov cocktail at the, the, the Democratic building here in California. The election's been overturned. It worked. Trump's president again. Yeah, think more helter skelter. They think it would. They thought it would spark a movement. Oh, <laughs> or or just play terrorism and just be like, well, now I'm afraid to vote Democrat because who knows if one of these jerk offs find out they may bomb my house. Yeah, yeah, they were just trying to rile up the base. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, they and actually did say that that they were trying to you know uh, fire up a movement and that uh, you know this would this would be the spark to set it all off. And I, yeah, no, <laughs> no, you're dummies. God, what is? wrong with people <laughs> i mean there are much there are so many ways to spend your day doing cooler shit yeah that's fun have some fucking fun go get a massage or something <laughs> relax play a game fucking yeah do something i don't know man there's fucking sports on all the time right ian <laughs> right there's betting you can bet uh, go to go to DraftKings, man <laughs> god all right. Uh, I did want to hit some of the coronavirus stuff because, uh, you know, that's looking so positive. Uh, first, uh, the Pfizer booster shot. Pfizer came out with a booster shot and said, hey, we could get this, you know, as an emergency. And and the uh, the FDA and the CDC were like, ah, yes, hold on a minute. <laughs> Are you sure you're not just doing a money grab and uh, trying to get people a booster shot when they don't need it? Oh, it's not a free Which, booster shot? Well, it would be free to the people. Oh, okay. But so Pfizer would game. still be making yeah. their money. Um, so, yeah. It, that's and Pfizer was like, yeah, mm. you got us. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, we really, really like money. 
Turns out Pfizer has a lot of money. Mm. But um, yeah, Israel's on board. Israel is, uh, yeah, doing the booster shot right away. I don't know. I don't, uh, personally, I don't see the data that would support the booster shot, especially from Pfizer. Like the Pfizer, the Pfizer RNA shot was like the most effective yep. numbers wise. So I don't know. I mean, you know, we'll wait to hear what the CDC has to say. But uh, right off the bat, I don't, uh, I don't think it's coming. I don't think the booster shot's going to, you know, be necessary right away because it's just the, the vaccine's still working fairly well. I mean, I think we will at some point, but I think they jumped the gun a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, so news, uh, as reported in NPR, uh, most of the new cases of COVID in the U.S. are now the Delta variant. Uh, the Delta variant. Everybody's talking about the Delta variant. And mm-hmm. for cause, something like 99.5% of the people hospitalized and dying of it are unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, get the fucking vaccine. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand how people at this point are still making the argument that, you know, they're special. They don't need the vaccine. Thanks a lot, America. I'm wearing my mask again. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? You to fucking... <laughs> everywhere. Okay. Just, I was, I had a brief two-week period where I wasn't wearing the mask anymore. <laughs> it was enjoyable. Mm. <laughs> but now okay. I'm back. I'm with, I'm, I'm with you, Grinch. I'm, I'm, I'm just about completely out of pity and empathy. As soon as one of those companies puts out a vaccine where that you know, is available for people under the age of 12, and I could get my son vaccinated. Go nuts, America. <laughs> get that, get that Epsilon variant cranking right away. Maybe get the uh, lethality cranked up to 15, 17%. I could do without, I could do without 20% of the country. <laughs> you will not be missed. And yet somehow it would still be a government plan to euthanize the people, right? Even though the government's really pushing for you to get the vaccine and it's the virus killing it off, it'd still be the government's fault. I'd mm-hmm. like to have a 100%. Feeling. Another article from the Washington Post, I believe, uh, talking about the Delta variant versus uh, people who only got a single shot because there are a lot of people who got the first shots and then didn't get the second shot. Uh, yeah, as it turns out from their studies, um, from a report of scientists in France... Uh, people who only got one shot out of the two that they were supposed to, Delta variant is finding ways around that, and uh, it barely offers protection. Oh wow! So yeah, second hmm. shot that was important. People, it was the reason it was suggested. You know, to swing it back again, really to Ian and and uh, yeah. Grinch, I hit that no pity wall too about a week and a half ago. <laughs> <laughs> When you had to put your mask back no, on? No, it was even, I was still n- not masking, mm-hmm. but someone was like, oh my God, can you believe the the percentage of the people in the hospitals who are unvaccinated getting this variant? And I'm watching the numbers at Delta and they're like, how do you feel about that? And I stop for a second and I go, fuck them. I go, fuck all those people. I don't care anymore. <laughs> right? I'm like, if you're not vaccinated, drop dead. <laughs> you have been given every opportunity. The real problem is... 0.5% of the people who are getting sick, really badly sick, did get vaccinated because the vaccines are not 100%. Nobody ever said they were 100%. Right. I mean, that's the real shitty thing is all these assholes who didn't get their vaccine are helping to kill people who tried to do their best. Right. Now, or compromise chances- in some other way. Yeah. Right. What are the chances of all these unvaccinated people 
kicking it back and forth to each other and new variants coming out that eventually we're going to need to get a different vaccine. Is that a yeah, possibility? With, yep. Okay. Oh, with oh, the, the sure. number of people who didn't get vaccinated? Yeah, it's absolutely a possibility. No, it's or, more like, I mean, it's more likely well, to come out of someplace like India or China because they've got, a you know, three billion people. But yeah, right. we're cooking them here too, so. But don't, don't these viruses like mutate when they can't kill people like us? No, it's way more random than that. I mean, oh, okay. So remember, it's just remember that evolution is random. A, a random change happens, and if it happens to be advantageous, then it spreads. Okay, I thought they get more virulent, like when they can't get what they want. <laughs> nah, no intent. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. I don't. I don't know that COVID nineteen has a has a sinister agenda. <laughs> I saw a whole sketch on SNL about COVID going to college. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I mean the real thing is when, it, like you said, it, when it can bounce back and forth between people, you know, when it can continue to spread, that means that it's creating more virus cells, and when it creates another virus cells, there's another chance for a mutation, and when it's doing that on the billions and billions level, eh, the mutations are way more likely likely to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the the mutations happen all the time. It's just most of them are ineffective or don't change anything. It's just every once in a while one turns up, like the Delta, that makes it far more transmissible. It's not – it doesn't seem to be a lot more deadly, but the next one might be. <laughs> like Ian keeps saying, wait for the Epsilon. Yeah. Uh, the FDA former chief uh, warns that most unvaccinated Americans will likely get the Delta variant. At this point, we don't have anywhere near enough for her immunity. If you haven't been vaccinated, your likelihood of, of getting the virus noticeably is, is through the roof. Uh, so, yeah, former FDA chief saying, yeah, yeah, pretty much everybody who didn't get vaccinated probably getting getting the Delta variant. Wow. That's your reward. <laughs> Enjoy. Uh, global well Global COVID deaths are up after nine weeks of decrease. Infections are up. Uh, for the fourth week in a row, numbers on, uh, I don't actually know what that, it's a, that's a UMN. Where's UMN? University? Minnesota. Min- Minnesota. Is that right? Mm, sounds right. Also, LA County has, uh, are, is requiring masks again for whether you're vaccinated or not, because their numbers are spiking through the roof. All this going on, and, uh... I still, I, I just, I put this article in because I just, I gave it the quote, the Republicans are trying to kill us. <laughs> Fox is still completely on the, don't get the vaccine. They're, com- they're just propagating that ah. endlessly. Different Actually, Republicans still carrying that torch. The Fox last night. They've taken a little bit of a shift. Yeah. Karen is correct. Yeah, they shifted. Really? Yep. Sean yep. Hannity. Yep. Uh, Hannity opens and closes his show with. Asking you to please get the shot and letting you know how important it is. What? Uh, do yeah, Ducey was on the other morning. I heard about Ducey encouraging everybody on Fox and Friends to please get the shot. Oh, yeah. Brian Kilmeade's head almost exploded. Yeah, that, I watched that clip. Like, that was hilarious because even he was like, "I got it, but you don't need to get it." Yeah, it was basically what he said. Wow. And then Ducey was like, "Well, it is kind of important." He was like, "Yeah, but it's not the government's job to take care of you." It's not the government's job to protect the citizens. Yeah, he literally said that. And I think I saw it on Seth Meyers. He's like, yeah, it's not like they have a whole department to, like, defending you. It's in the preamble to the Constitution. It's kind of the basis of what the government's supposed to do, you moron. Oh, my God. Oh, so wait. Oh, wait. You said Sean Hannity. Yes. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. I, that, I was so shocked because I was thinking Tucker Carlson. And I was like, oh, that no, guy's Tucker's. Been, okay. Tucker is a ratings first guy all the mm. way. There was also so in order to go into the Fox News building and work on site, you must present your uh, your proof of vaccination. That's amazing. Mm. Well, if Fox News wasn't bad enough, and I, you know, if they're if they're trying to turn the corner and get people vaccinated, all right, oh. fine, good. About fucking time. You don't get it. You don't get much credit for it because. Oh yeah, no, no. It's a it's a too little, too late situation. Yeah. I was just trying to be as accurate as possible. And to be clear, the only reason they're doing it is because the stock market fell. That's it. Oh, well, sure. That makes sense. But by comparison, Newsmax is actually telling their viewers that it goes against nature to get the (laughs) vaccine and that diseases are supposed to wipe out a certain amount of people. Well, they're not wrong. (laughs) Wait. Nature. Supposed to. Supposed to. You're supposing that there is a plan? <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, given unfettered access, nature will do this. <laughs> yeah, that's so, not what they're saying. They're well, saying true. that uh, diseases are supposed to, that there is a purpose behind diseases, and uh, that that, that oh, purpose God's is will? to to yeah yeah ah, no, exactly. Yeah. This is Newsmax. <laughs> but I was gonna say, if, if you had even tried to sell me that it was nature's will, I'd be like, yeah, probably. <laughs> But screw nature. We do what we want. But I thought Dr. <laughs> Fauci did this to us. Um, I don't understand. Is it God or Dr. Fauci? Well, if you ask what Rand Paul, it was Dr. Fauci. But okay. it turns out Rand Paul is very, very wrong. And Dr. Fauci told him <laughs> He's about a it. super wrong guy. <laughs> yeah. Can you throw a – I don't have the link to that. I, I really want to mention this. The, if you haven't seen Fauci, just get, actually get angry at, uh, at Rand Paul and – and telling that he he wants to go on the record that uh, that Paul is lying to people um, yeah. and completely wrong. Yeah. I, I don't know what I you're talking he, about. <laughs> yeah, with his clothes, like he's like Senator Paul. You have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yep. And he pointed fingers at him, and he was angry and red in the face. I'm like, yeah, go Fauci. <laughs> well, Rand, I mean, Rand Paul basically accused him of causing the coronavirus vac- um, pandemic. I'm like, holy crap. That's when Fauci got a little angry. Mm-hmm. It's worth the, uh, the six-minute watch. It is entertaining as hell. <laughs> it is entertaining, but man, at the end of it, I was so angry. Mm. And I so wanted to be Rand Paul's neighbor. <laughs> Just <laughs> <laughs> That guy lived all of America's dreams right. for us. <laughs> well, uh, can you imagine? I mean, he lives in an upscale community. These are polite people. These are people that, you know, aren't, uh, you know, fisticuffy folk. And, he, <laughs> and his, he pissed. No, no, these are more of a threatened protesters with an AR-15 kind of folk. <laughs> Just because they're rich doesn't mean they're good people, No, Karen. but it, it, usually this is like, I'm going to contact the HOA about you. Okay? That kind of people. <laughs> <laughs> he got so fed up, he actually punched them. Really hard, broke ribs. I'm like, damn. Yeah. He's living the dream. <laughs> he is. <laughs> really? I'm doing this for the rest of America. <laughs> body shot. Body shot. <laughs> uh well, you know, at least at least we're not living in India. Uh so mm. I did have an article about the COVID stuff in India. Modi's party has not only been doing Ugh. a horrible job with uh the the pandemic, but they have recently jailed two people 
because these people are uh, came out. These two guys came out and said, look, cow poop and cow piss doesn't cure COVID. But because Modi's government has been propagating that the, uh, the you know, the cow is sacred. And if you use the, the cow urine and, and it'll cure, it'll cure the COVID. They were actually arrested for defying gov- the government. Wow. They were jailed for 45 days for saying that cow shit and cow piss does does Nothing. not cure the virus. Hmm. Oh, dear. This is a government. A government <laughs> arresting people because they're saying that cow shit isn't the cure. I mean, it's well, crazy. you got to look at our starting point. People believe that cow shit and piss cure COVID. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so... You know. Wow. Meanwhile, there but, was I saw an article about um, supposedly the estimates for the number of people that have died of COVID is exceedingly low in India, and the estimates are upwards of three million people in India have died from it. Well, Eesh. I mean, they can't keep track. Like no. they don't they don't have the facilities to the, the hospitals don't have the facilities to help people, so a lot of people are just dying at home. And yep. I mean, we had a story about. Bodies being discovered on the beach because they just took their loved ones to the beach and buried them there because that's all they had. They they, they can't afford a funeral. They they just buried them in the sand. Yeah, shallow graves. So yeah, those people. I mean, it's hard to count people who have died yeah. from the virus right. if they never go anywhere <laughs> to to get treatment. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's horrendous in India. But you know, back in the U.S., all we have to deal with is all the people trying to make money off of it. Uh, there was a homeo- homeopathic doctor in California who was uh, just arrested this last Wednesday for federal fraud charges for selling immunization pellets that uh, she claimed provided long lifelong immunity to COVID, and she was also selling vaccination record cards that you could fill out yourself. <laughs> Uh, as it turns out, CDC tracked the cards down and looked at the numbers, and they were actual CDC cards, and they're trying to figure out where she got them from, because she was not authorized to have them. Wow. But she was selling them. Maybe she stole them off the table when she got her actual real vaccination. I like the homeoprophylaxis immunization pellets. <laughs> Makes it sound all official-like. Sugar pills? Sugar pills, yep. Or were they actually, you know, did they actually contain a little poison? I mean, she is... Homeopathic doctor, so maybe it contained a little bit of the virus because that that would you know right that would she make sneezed sense. on all of the pills. No, no, no. See, here's the thing. <laughs> I I hope you're not under the impression that she thought this actually worked. Uh, sure, no, she, me? just like no. money. Yeah. No, I'm saying like why add any bullshit into this pellet other than make it sugar? Because she stole vaccination cards, so she she knows she's full of shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Or she might have got them. I mean, she might have got them just because the CDC is overwhelmed, and she, you know, she's a homeopathic doctor. You can't see me. I'm using air quotes. Mm. You know, she she applied for them, lied on her application, and got them in the mail. Very curious how many she sold before she got busted. Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure it says. There are a couple places where uh, you can get the vaccination cards, though. Uh, I did see. A, I, I don't have an article or anything, but I did see where you could find a, uh, a channel where they were selling vaccination cards at $200 a piece <laughs> in case you had to sneak into all the different places that would check your vaccination record before yeah. you could go in. I, I have never encountered one of these places, so. No. Meanwhile, it is illegal to use them if you to pretend that you have been vaccinated by using one of these cards if you know it's fraudulent. It will get you some sort of fine at a minimum. 
All right, that's all I've got about COVID. Was, was there anything else that I missed? I had one thing. Our very first insurrectionist who was on the Senate floor was charged. Oh, right. And and, and um, his sentence was handed down day before yesterday? No, it must have been yesterday. Um, he was given eight months in prison and two years of probation. He didn't poop on anything. He didn't break anything, but he was on the Senate floor. So that's kind of the level of bad for him. So I'm curious what the, you know, where they're going to be going with these other people who, you know, shattered Did windows and yeah. Yeah. Any sort of destructive activity. Right. So he's kind of your bench benchmark in the middle, you know, eight months in prison. Right. And federal prison, so he does all the time. It's not enough, in my opinion, but fine. At least he's going yeah, to Yeah, I did see that uh, Tommy Chong responded to that with the – so he got mm. eight months. Tommy Chong responded with the fact that he got nine months for selling bongs. <laughs> so – Yeah. I think Tommy Chong wants his nine months of, of his life back. What did you say, Jared? Just posted? Look what Jeff just posted. What's that? Texas Hospital reports first case of Lambda COVID. Is Lambda worse? Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah. America creates its own. Yeah, why can't we call this one the uh, the U.S. version? Because it the started Texas in Peru. Variant. It would. It's, it Texas came from variant. Peru. I love no, it. it would be Peru. Sorry. Oh, it came from Peru, but was discovered in Texas first. Yeah. First in in the U.S. I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I just want something named after Texas. What? <laughs> All right, final story, uh, Humanist Social Network. So you know how all these, uh, all the different uh, social networks are popping up, like Getter, and I don't remember what all of them were. But Frank because talk. The, the Republicans couldn't, you know, they were all getting kicked off of Twitter for telling lies. Um, so there's a new social network for humanists. Hmm. Humanistas.net. I don't know. I'm... I just bring this up because I think this will be immediately going down a bad path. I just picture a whole bunch of liberal people telling each other that the other people on the social network aren't liberal enough. Is that mm. – am I wrong in that? But Probably you not. Are so, I once joined an <laughs> atheist group on Facebook. I think I might have talked about this. And they were the most elitist group of fucking assholes <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. It was like being back in high school watching this unfold and the people talk to each other. Grouping of anything is bad. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It, it always seems to be, no matter what, when you do something like this, that there always has to be a, a, a pecking order. Like, a pecking mm -hmm. order has to be established of, no, yeah, but I'm more of a humanist than anyone else, and here's why. And then they just rip each other apart. Or, or things I, like, well, don't call yourself an agnostic because that's not a real thing. You have to actually decide. Are you a humanist or are you an atheist? And then you get the ones that are like, we, we should really all call ourselves atheists because if we divide ourselves up into subcategories, then we're not a unified group and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it gets well, out of control. Well, not only that, the, the, the funny thing I saw was, that, and I don't know how it would turn out on an on a actual social network, but within this group, it was just people trying to kiss the ass of the moderator of the group. <laughs> Weird. Do you understand? Like, it was the oddest thing. I was like, this is like being in high school watching this unfold. It was like a popularity contest, but amongst atheists. <laughs> and I was like, wow, even they can be assholes. <laughs> sure. And I left. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff said, you are so right, Jared, and handsome, too. <laughs> 
Yeah, I just, I don't know. Maybe maybe my pessimism from reading all the other news stories this week has, like, leached in, but I just don't see this as being a good thing. Meh. It's Glad also to not join. good to be in a, to be in a bubble. Sure. You know. It's I good to know. have, it's good to have safe spaces, though, right? Like, where you can talk to somebody else about, without, without them yelling at you about Jeebus, so. <laughs> I guess, I mean, if it's a place where you're looking for information, you know. I guess. I mean, that's the thing is, like, I I don't post on Facebook because of my job. <laughs> you know, because it could affect my job. And uh, I wouldn't mind having a place where I could be anonymous, I guess, and post stories and, and rant and rave. You know what? You sold me. I'm signing up for this thing. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, I know Jeff's going to check it out, so you check it out, and yeah, I probably won't. So, <laughs> let us know. Alright, that is all I got this week. Anything else? Not for me. Oh, oh nope. It's late. Okay. Well, I'm wrapping it up then. I'll swallow it. (laughs) Uh, First, I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast, especially those of you who could be on tonight. Grinch, Jeff, Judy Joe, we appreciate it. Uh, If you enjoy the podcast, you can support it by joining them, signing up on our Patreon page and joining on Discord. Uh, If you can't do that... You could still share the podcast on social media, leave a review on iTunes or SoundCloud or wherever you happen to listen. Uh, if you want to contact us, again, facebook.com slash profaneargument or tweet at profanearg. Also, I'd like to encourage you to check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named network. Soon-to-be-namednetwork.com will get you access to all the different podcasts in that podcasting network. Uh, again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night. And may your God go with you.